I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 205 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Bowen, New York, here. At Regrown Recording Studios, bring you in as always your lovable host, Just Duck and Traffic, Just on his damn phone, Just in Transition, but most importantly, Just a Friend JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, the Guyanese god himself, Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon, Young Poland Spring. John Mooch, everybody. You can't just say young of whatever drink I have at the time. I, I, that's just that's just how it's going. That's, that's we. I set the precedent like two weeks ago. That's not when you it. brought in the Lacroix. That's can. not it. <laughs> Crazy, especially when it's like the bottles of water, which normally we all have. So that's. But they don't know the, the viewers don't know that, uh, and the listeners don't know what what we're drinking on water wise. They know they know we're in the Coronas. We they know we're in the uh, Baboncourt. They know we're in the Lacroix. Bro, I'm not with you on this. I feel like you're reaching. little blue moons as he takes a sip of his Poland spring. Here you go. I'm feeling like a pimp named Slickback with the way my I fucking came with my hair today. John, as I say all the time on this pod, John could be like five different ethnicities at once. Yeah, Williams. Like, I'm seeing a little bit of a uh, little, uh, you know. Go ahead. You know who I'm going to say. Who? Nick. Right. I see it. Oh, God. I see it, John. Oh, I'm sorry. God. It's the hair. It's the hair. Nah, a little the, bit of a pointy nose. His, a little bit. His hair transformation is not <laughs> talked about enough. It's crazy, right? Because he really did that shit and was like, what are you talking about? Who's bald? Who's bald? Who's balding? I, not me. I don't know. I not me. don't even know what you guys are talking yeah. about. This is why I've always looked like this. It's crazy. I don't want to sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And to my far, far right, so far right, he is in the other room. The Saratobi sound man himself, the great Gabagool, the voice from beyond the great beyond, Greg Posovich, Matt Barber, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This. this praise hail, praise hail. Oh, boy. America. I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. <laughs> That's what's given. Rolled. Roll. Tide. Roll. Tide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I love about the Saratoga Sports Pod. See, I'm I get I'm older that, and they stay stay funny. <laughs> I'm someone that I do think Drewski is funny, but I definitely don't think everything he does hits. Mm-hmm. That one hit. Oh, the roll tied at the, the uh, SEC the, Championship yes. game. Yes, that one hit with oh. whatever that fucking white dude's name was. <laughs> like getting fucked up with him at the tailgate when they met one of the players in the tunnel, bro. Oh man, I mean, man, it, it's it good. Good one. To me, it, it hits when he impersonates the white people. Oh, it's great. Those always hit. Whether it's fucking the frat bro or it's the oh, rednecks. Oh, Kyle, Kyle Lager? Yeah, or it's the rednecks, right? <laughs> dude, dude, let me in. <laughs> that and um, nah, you know what she used to have when he was doing the that one old head on the motorcycle shit? <laughs> oh, yes. Because <laughs> there, was, there was one around these parts. <laughs> That had the full lights on the wheels, oh, like no. the whole shit. Like you hear him coming a block away. Yep, and oh, it's a man. bright. It's, it's never just a subtle color to the most. Like it's just a bright, like burnt 
orange, yeah. real red, real magenta. bright. Magenta. Yeah. Lights, everything. Crazy ash radio you can hear like two blocks away. Yeah. Just playing nothing but Luther Vandross. Got the leather, got the leather jacket with the with the black helmet on. With the visor, the pull down visor. Son. Oh my god. Nah, he actually he really did kill. <laughs> no, when he pulled up at the red light. He was just staring. All right, man. Staring All right, in the car. Nah, nah, he you know. And then uh the 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 one skit that will always forever. The you ever see the birthday skit? With like when he goes uh with his to his girl's birthday party and he's just like miserable. And then it's the uh one of the dudes and she uh she gets up like, oh my gosh. And like it's hugging him back and forth, and they dub the Drake one of the Drake bars over it, <laughs> no. with the one with like the, the I know those type of hugs or something <laughs> like that. I forget the exact lyrics, but like nice. Yeah, that's so deep. He he got he got he got some good ones, and the could and the could have been records. Yeah, them shits are hilarious, bro. <laughs> but that's the thing, like those aren't like skits. Could have been records isn't no, skits. That's like a whole like yeah, like, that's series what's hilarious, thing. bro. That's why when they said Birdman was trying to buy that shit, that shit is so funny to bro, me. Bro, you see the things with the, like they were snatching his chain. Yeah, that was they, definitely staged. <laughs> had to be that was staged. But like, I can literally picture Birdman being fooled and thinking it was a real record. But like, hey man, Juicy's could have been like someone was like Juicy's could have been records up there. He was like, someone else got a record company. I'm buy that shit. <laughs> like, I'm buy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Nah, stay fly, big timers, all time banger though. You know what? I was just thinking though. You know, like you know the meme that says uh, we changed his broke niggas life. Mm. That some of his some of that guy's skits is low key funny, but I I don't know. I feel like a lot of them are misses. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just not the target audience for. I can't think you know. of the person who. It's like this it, the light skin like bull. I don't even I don't even know his name, but like if you see it, he's in the like Juicy videos mm. and like stuff like in skits. So, like if you saw him, you'd recognize him, but. Um, speaking of birds, John, uh, I thought you were going to say, speaking of light-skinned dudes, we're gone. Also that. <laughs> Raven's flock out yeah, here yeah. shining. Dang. Sunday night football. Look at you guys. Big win in Jacksonville. Duval County. Listen, Pat McAfee said himself, more Ravens games need to be in primetime, bro. Because I am tired of motherfuckers trying to sit here and tell me Brock Purdy is MVP. When Lamar Jackson is out here doing what he's doing. Lamar Jackson is doing some things. Lamar Jackson out here doing what he is doing. Doing, like, watch a Ravens game. Watch watch last night's game. I unfortunately And tell that. me that Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, even Jalen, whoever else you want to put in the MVP conversation, tell me they're doing the, any of those things. Hmm. Well, they're not. And they're still, and all of those guys also have at, at least, right, one solidified. Now, Zay Flowers is a great wide receiver, but he's also a rookie, right? One solidified wide receiver one, at least one. Yes. Or one elite offensive weapon. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dak only has the one, but yes, I get what you're saying. I mean, Tony Pollard is still a pretty good running back. Tony Pollard, and also also that offensive line is nuts. Tony Pollard stinks. I wouldn't go that far. He stinks. Like for all the hype that he got coming into the season. So part of the stinks. thing they were talking about it the other day was like he came back from this leg injury, but like just because you're physically back does not mean you're back. I am testament to that. Um, <laughs> other part of it is uh, like they they all have 
some sort of elite offensive weapon. That they do. Our quarterback is our elite offensive weapon. Your quarterback is your weapon. Like, um, Mike, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Mike Trigo last night was making a good point where he was like, if I sit here and I go, who are the five best players on the 49ers? Brock Purdy not in there. No, you got to go down the f- five best like just on offense or just no, in general? five best players of the 49ers. Brock Purdy not in there. Bro, you got to go, first of all, I mean, you, you got to go, all right, in no particular order, mm-hmm. CMC, mm-hmm. Debo, Ayuk, Trent Williams, Trent Williams, Kittle. Then you go to the defense. I mean, Hufunga is out for the year, but if he was healthy, it'd be him. Fred, Fred Warner, Warner, Bosa, uh, Bo- <laughs> Magabosa. Uh, who's who just caught the interception? Um, yesterday, their second. They have another pr- really. Uh, was it Tredarius Ward? I think so. Like th- they have elite secondary people. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you have to go down the list of. Mm-hmm. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It almost like. Remember when the Ravens went to the the Super Bowl and they had what's uh, what's his face Trent Dilfer as a quarterback. Yeah, the the two thousand oh no two thousand defense. Thing? Was that your was, Trent Dilfer? Wasn't uh am I yeah I think it was when were you guys won this? Didn't you guys yeah. win the Super Bowl in like early two, against the Giants? Yeah, and that was yeah, a Trent yeah, Dilfer yeah, yeah. Super Bowl, right? Yeah. When he took over midway through the season. And it's like, all right, you could name like twelve hundred people better than Trent Dilfer on that team. Yeah. On that team. It's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. right now. And, and no the, one's saying Trent Dilfer was going to be my fucking MVP. And I think, like, it's like, like for me, at least with the whole uh, Brock Purdy thing, I feel like people are, are swaying it too far in each yeah. direction. Where it's like, he's not ass. Like, he's a, yeah, he's he's a, good, a good quarterback. quarterback. It just so happens that he doesn't have to do as much as other quarterbacks mm-hmm. because he has a Hall of Famer in the backfield at running back. Mm-hmm. He has... A Hall of Famer on the offensive line. A Hall of Famer on the offensive line. A potential Hall of Famer at... Uh, Tight end. I'd say more so Debo if, if, his, if his career... If, it, if his career kind of goes like this as like this multifaceted tool where he's going to get you like 12 touchdowns. I too much injury time, but I, I well, agree. If, yeah. if he can stay healthy yeah. for longer. George Kittle, all pro, uh, all pro caliber mm-hmm. tight end, right? Brandon Ayuk is still for he's some, really somehow, coming into his own, and he's still, I think, slept on by people. Was this his third or fourth year? Uh, f- fourth year, hmm. fourth year, I believe, fourth year could be third, but I know he got off to a shaky start with Shanahan, mm-hmm. but now he's like really coming to his own. I feel like people don't even give him enough flowers. Uh, he was yeah. drafted twenty twenty. Oh yeah, so 2020, 2021, third year, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. It's just look, he's a Brock Purdy. Good quarterback, I would say he's top fifteen. Yeah. I'd say but even, I, I even top also 12, don't but think I don't Brock think Purdy that he, is doing things that other quarterbacks. He does. Doing. He is not the reason that team wins. Exactly. He is not. All he has to do is put the ball in his playmaker's hands. And again, his game it's, manage. It's not his fault. It, it's no knock on him. Mm-hmm. It's. I would love that. I think any quarterback There's would love it. There's still a bunch of quarterbacks in positions where they have good people around them who still who make terrible do decisions. That? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like so, it's game it's, managing doesn't mean you're bad. No. I think Cam had like Cam's whole monologue mm-hmm. uh, that he dropped last week. Yep. Put it in very, very, he uh, very eloquently did he explain what a game manager is mm-hmm. and what a you know superstar like he compared it to a, a truck. Right, mm-hmm. you have the semi truck and you have the trailer, and there's only like five guys in the league that are trucks, and everybody else is trailers. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame in that. No, it's no shame in that. But we're not gonna sit here and talk about. Those guys to me in the same like if we're gonna sit here and talk about MVP, then I'm putting Tyreek Hill over Brock Purdy. Yes. Like that that should absolutely be a thing. But again, like we're the number one team in the AFC. Yes. 
when you talk about a quarterback who's doing this without the weapons of those other quarterbacks, yes, right? Elite defense. They're playing great. Still put up, what, 30-plus points in the last four or five games? You last guys? night we broke it. Yeah, you well, guys, we were putting. Yeah, you guys broke it. Last I think night. going into last night, it was uh, um, thirty plus points in the last four, three or four. You guys games. have twenty plus. Ah, uh, because I put the stat in mm. in, the, in the ticker. Do you guys had scored twenty plus points in nine straight games? You were eight and one in that stretch, and the only time you lost was when you collapsed. Yeah, against the all of our losses were collapsed. Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Steelers wasn't a, a, a collapse. That, that was, was a collapse. No, because it was, we it were we were shit from the beginning because we dropped passes all fucking game. Um, but yo, we need to cook them last game. I don't give a fuck how clinched we are. Everyone needs to play. No, we need to beat them for the sake of beating them. Yeah, yeah um, can't get swept by them. And like, I it, it just blows my mind because if you sit here and you just pull up the tape, no quarterback is doing what he's doing and not getting the same credit. And shout out my guy Bibbs. We're gonna try and have you on soon. But like, for my people who. Are also Mavs fans. It's the exact same shit going on with Luka Doncic. Like, there is no reason for Lamar Jackson or Luka to be getting the disrespect in the MVP conversations they are when there's no one else in the league doing the things they're doing. And like I said last night, like, them being on primetime is finally letting it be more known. Like, if any other quarterback was throwing at the angles that Lamar Jackson is throwing, throwing at the angles, throwing with touch, under pressure, the lack of a base, all of those things. Throwing those passes that he was throwing, we'd see it everywhere all the time. And that is not the case with Lamar Jackson. Is it just because he's dark-skinned? Mm. Like, what? what is good? I mean, AP won it, and he was dark-skinned. No, I'm talking about from quarterback. Oh, quarterback? Oh, yeah, John. Come on. Dark, like, dark like what are we doing? Like, well, wait. No, he already won one. Well, it can't be because he's dark-skinned. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking oh. about the passes and shit that he's making. Because the year he won, all we're talking about was all they. Like, he he threw the most touchdowns in the league, and they were still just talking about him running. Mm-hmm. The year he won MVP. So, the passes he made last night, including the one that Odell dropped, was absolutely insane. Nigga Odell, bro. I know, but the one that he dropped for Lamar to get that out while being hit with that level of touch, absolutely insane. And it's just not being talked about enough. Well, I say I'll give, I'll do you one better. The play where he escapes the pocket. Oh, to Isaiah like, Likely? To Isaiah Likely. First oh. of all, first off, let's, Whew. first off, before we get into that, him having like 1,200 seconds to throw the ball. And it's not because the offensive line was blocking I'm their like, ass off. I'm I'll like, tell you that much. I'm like, this is crazy. I just watched Zach Wilson run for his life and get concussed because his offensive line couldn't block for a millisecond. Here's Lamar out here. All right. You know, oh, let me duck over here a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. let me check the time. No, nah, but that play to Isaiah Likely. And he even brought it up on that. Our on interior the, offensive line is elite. He brought it up on the po- on the post game where they asked him about that play, mm-hmm. and he scrambles out. And he's talk. He's the way he's breaking it down. He's like, "Yeah, I see the under. I think it was like the under DB. Mm-hmm. He's going back. So if I put too much zip on it, he's going to intercept it. So it was just a be- case of, all right, let me just throw it up. Let likely make the play. Mm-hmm. But put it the only spot. But that he was on the right side of. The, he was on the like a little bit further than the right hash mm-hmm. of the field. Tossed it off balance under duress. Under duress. Threw it up there, jump ball for his tight end. And credit likely, that was Absolutely. an amazing catch. That to but me was like... He put it in the perfect spot. Yeah, Only he likely could get it. Exactly. And that was like a classic definition by the book example of someone getting mossed. Yeah, that was tough. And I feel like we haven't seen... like We, we, we see him every year, but like one like that in a little bit. It's tough. What is it? Like, like he's what, like 6'7"? Six, 6'4". Six, 
He's only 6'4". Yes. He looks bigger yeah, than that. Yeah, he looks big. He's just 6'4". Yeah, that's weird. The other tight end, Charlie Kolar, is bigger than him. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, it, it was just like, and that's what, what I'm talking about. Like, you see this happening as Ravens fans. Like, this happens so much more. A lot of times it'll be like him doing stuff like that because Ronnie Stanley's been a revolving door this year, unfortunately. Um, and it, it'll end up being a 12-yard game. Like, and then no one's talking about it. And that's what Pat was talking about of just, he can, it could be a turnover on downs, but best believe at any point, electricity can happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what you want to see more of. And I feel like that's like what needs to get that attention. Like, I, I feel like they're almost like, nah, we can't give the dude who's not like the traditional quarterback another MVP so soon. We can't do that. But like, no issue with Pat. No issue with Rodgers. No issue. All these other quarterbacks are just playing the same game and doing those things. And again, he is in a position where he doesn't have his number one weapon is out for the season. His he now has lost two number one running backs this year. That's tough. I will say this, and to the uh, reasons as to why probably he is solo. So right now, currently, he's the second. He's second in odds mm-hmm. for MVP behind. Um, and he would, Purdy. and he would be third if the Cowboys didn't get dismantled, and we'll we'll get to that later. Yesterday, basically. Um, so my thought process as to why he's not higher up is because the passing numbers aren't there like how they were for his MVP season, right? So his MVP season, thirty six touchdowns, six interceptions, was doing godly things on the ground, right? This year, very much more milder. He's he's probably he's most likely going to throw for more yards in that MVP season, mm-hmm. but he's only got seventeen touchdowns to uh, seven interceptions, right? I you think the total touchdowns or passing it's, it's, touchdowns? It's, it's just passing. So my my point with that is, uh, well, first, how many does Brock Purdy have? Like passing touchdowns? Yeah. 29. Okay. Dak Prescott has 28. So so my thing with that is our red zone offense has been a running offense and yes. has been very successful. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, your running game has been the, your bread and butter all season. So like, Which is also probably why. <laughs> yeah. Like, You're not getting as much love for what he's doing because you've been able to dominate. So and much on top on of that, we've been ahead. Yes, for ninety percent of the season. That is not an exaggeration. We have been tied or ahead for ninety yeah. percent of the season. So there's no need to air it out when you're exactly. already up. Exactly. Well, yeah. It's like it was the same thing about um early in the season when we played the Lions. They were talking about how their passing, uh, their run defense was elite. Mm. When in reality. They were getting ahead of teams, so teams had to abandon the run early. Yes. So it wasn't like, oh, man, they're really stifling the run. It was these teams couldn't run anymore because of how the game played out. That's just the game script. Exactly. Yeah. So it's similar in that aspect. And, and again, these are like the numbers can tell the story you want to tell it or they could tell the reality. Right. Last thing. Last thing, I think, especially with quarterbacks, they, they look at the passing touchdowns. They look at the passing yards. Right. They look at the interceptions. And they need to do is look at the motherfucking tape. Yeah, well, it's, it'd be hard. In, if, let's say, Lamar ends with 21 touchdown passes, right? Three weeks mm-hmm. left in the season. Let's say he ends with 21 touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have you're gonna have at least five. Damn, Jordan Love got 25. You're going to have at least five guys, probably six, throw 30-plus touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And... I, I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. And they finished with the same record as the 49ers. They'd probably lean more towards the quarterback that would be throwing more of the touchdowns. And again, I'm not saying it's right. I'm it, just saying, that's, like, I'm that, saying. that's the that's precedent they're stupid. setting. The Especially with set. the, yeah. the difficulty of schedule that we've had this year. 
Have you had a difficult schedule? Yes. You guys are just good, though. Let me see. Let's see the schedule. Uh, Ravens. Why, why did I go to the st- Why did I go to statistics? Look at me. I'm so dumb. Um, Ravens. Let's see. Who have you guys played? Texans in week one. Bengals. That was Burrow was still there, but that wasn't real Burrow. Colts, Browns, Steelers, Tennessee Titans, Detroit Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns, Bengals, Chargers, Rams, Jaguars. Eh. I don't know, John. All right, let's see. All right, Browns. Because yes. again, if we even if we sit here and we go through Week Eight, before um, before Deshaun went down, AFC North was the best division of football. But oh, yes, the, the the AFC North was the best so division of football. Two divisional wins. Two divisional wins. Yeah, right. Bengals and Browns. Um, you can look at what that Colts team is doing. The Lions. When we saw the Lions, were looked at as the best team in the NFC at that time. My only my only asterisk there. That was a different Colts team. That's okay. Different Colts team. Why why is that a different Colts team? Well, Anthony Richardson was the quarterback then. No, he wasn't. He was hurt. Anthony he was he not the quarterback in week three? I, th- I thought he went down in week four. I don't think Anthony Richardson played when we played him. You guys didn't pl- I thought I could have sworn Anthony Richardson played like four games and then got uh what do you call it? Then got out. Can't you just click on that game and check the stats? Oh, I could. He played four games. Yeah, he played you guys. Wait. Tennessee, Los Angeles. Oh, he might have been out that game. Yeah. Damn. This is another guy, I hope. Yeah. All right. So he was an inactive. Who was their backup? Oh, Minshew. Hmm? Uh, that was the game. And again, that was the game that we blew. Yeah, at home. In the rain. Browns, Steelers, Titans, Lions, Cardinals. Titans stink. Cardinals stink. Mm-hmm. Lions are good. Steelers stink. You blew that game. I just yeah, we blew that game. Ruined a parlay. So that was the first eight. So you played three good teams in the first uh, eight weeks. Then you move on after that. Cardinals, Browns again, Bengals again, without Burrow. Oh, well, that was the game Burrow yes. got hurt. Yeah, like in the first quarter. Uh, Chargers, horrible team. Yeah, now, but when leading up to it, they we were calling them a horrible team all season. The rest of the world was not. Oof. Bye, then Rams, Jaguars. Matt Stafford is cooking. Matt Sta- no, Matt Stafford, who he's, he's, he's. Matt he's, Stafford. 12 said, touchdowns, one interception in his last four games. He said, he said, I have to remind y'all. Basically. What the fuck was good. But you know what? It, I'm glad you brought up Matt Stafford because to that point, too, he kind of fits into the, I mean, he's, I think he's obviously, he's, we know what type of player he is and what he's been for his career. But I think at this point in his career, he is way closer to like that kind of Brock Purdy thing where, look, he has Cooper Cup. He has an amazing rookie in Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. He has Kyron Williams coming back, and Kyron Williams has been balling mm-hmm. since he came back. Higby has been meh, but and then he got hurt recently. But all but then you he get and Stafford knows who he needs to get the ball to. You get the ball to Cooper Cup. You get the ball to Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. You get the ball to Kyron Williams, and you let them create. And I'll give you this one. Oh, this about that. The Rams defense is not the Rams defense of old. Oh, the Rams not. defense is young as shit, and the Rams defense is not. They the They got a bunch defense. of nobodies on that. They so and, and there's here, only nobodies because they're here, so young. Yeah, and I'll sit here and be like, "Hey, I'll take Matt Stafford if we're going to talk about overall like they're, what they're giving to winning over Brock Purdy." 
You're, wait, sorry, sorry. I'll, you're saying, I'll say Matt Stafford contributes more to, to, to the, the Rams' success than, than Purdy does to the... Exactly. Yeah, I'll say that. So, if everyone feels that way, are we just putting Brock Purdy in the MVP conversation because the team is good? Well, yes. then again, he's then that, that does not make him the most valuable player in the team. But that's the precedent the NFL has set, John, for yes. the past however many years. It's it's the best. It's but the again, quarterback on the best team, just about. Unless you had a Lamar Jackson type season where you're like, you're so good, you can't. But, but not that year, we it. also were the best team. I think if you guys weren't the best team, you probably still get that MVP. Just for how what thirty six touchdowns was like forty something total, like 48, 49 total. If he did like, that and we weren't winning, that would be fucking nuts. Yeah, that'd be crazy, right? But. Yeah, but, but it's just yeah. This, yeah this and then again, but like said. we're also we are tied with the 49ers without future Hall of Famers as of right now in our offense. So do you think you think the Christmas Eve game makes or breaks the uh, MVP? The Christmas Eve, I will, MVP like if I Lamar goes out there and really cooks, even if you guys lose, let's say you lost 20, 31 to twenty eight. No, the thing but is, cooked. it shouldn't make or break the MVP race because. Lamar Jackson should Dude. be more of the MVP than Brock Purdy <laughs> oh, at this point in the season okay. right now. Outside of your so personal should, opinion, do it, you think that, that it would be for, enough to sway the general public? Do I, if he goes and cooks just for for the casuals, absolutely. Absolutely. But the thing is, if you watch, again, pull up the tape. Pull up the tape. Brock Purdy's not doing any of those things. Yeah, it's a lot. Brock of, Purdy uh, lives a good life. It's a lot of wide open players that Brock Purdy gets. Exactly. Brock Purdy lives a good life. It's a lot of wide open players. And he what happened? And what happened when he didn't have all them weapons? They were fucking stinking oh, it up, right? Bad. They also didn't have yeah. Because they also didn't have um. What do you call it? Trent? For that time too. Yeah, it's a team that when they're healthy, they're really. Like, we haven't been best. healthy all season because even in not, the beginning when we were rolling, we were missing key pieces from our defense every week. Mark Andrews got hurt early in the season. Oh, yeah. Odell, who came on late, one was not playing that well, which is understandable. He, we didn't get him for September football. We got him for December, January, February football. Did you? He didn't show up last December. Didn't show up last week in December. Last week, Odell played. He did not show up for the betting. <laughs> anyway. In December. Um, <laughs> so, and again, and our other, where we looked at as our top options, we lost early. So, I don't know. It seems like someone has consistently been, make, been making something out of nothing with less. Mm. And it just boggles my mind at the disrespect of getting in the MVP race. And I can make all of those same arguments with one Luka Doncic. Mm. Except for Luka has the individual numbers yeah, as I well. Yeah, the only caveat is that like Luka is put puts up like thirty four a game and he's always up there at the top of like for his Yo, position. He's been he's having a, he's been having a Fred Van Fleet run since he had his kid. Oh gosh, he's been averaging like forty ten and ten. Oh no, it's we, insane. We gonna notice. So you're telling me that the only way to get superpowers in this world is to father children. Have a seed. So like Anthony Edwards. So why are you trying to deny? Oh your... my god, I just saw a Twitter video of the <laughs> fucking the girl too. Oh, the one was it her leaving the hotel? Oh, it's like a bu- and they all look like the character oh. from Bugs Life. It's crazy. Like sounds like motherfuckers will fuck anything, bro. And that's, they all look I, the same. I don't get how. Did you see the joke where they were like, "What's good with these um these number one picks doing yes. this shit and for was, three straight years?" The uh, Zion, Zion, man. Oh <laughs> my it. gosh, all getting caught up by the same type of woman, bro. Well, no, this. I mean, at least. <laughs> 
least this one's not a porn star. Wait, is she? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, what's worse? I mean, doing ten- it for free? Doing it for the free? I mean, 10 to 1, half these IG baddies are probably again, porn stars. Again, what's worse? Doing it for the free? Hitting the same numbers for free or hitting the same numbers and getting paid for it's it? It's just bad business all around. <laughs> we need we need more. Like, Remember how we had freshman seminar when we got into college? They're like telling us like, you know, hey, you should do this. You hey, drink water when you yeah, go like, drink. Like, there should be a freshman seminar. Just so you know, seminar. just so you know, not everyone gets fucked up every weekend in college. Like, <laughs> it should be a rookie seminar when you come to the draft, and it should be run by like real vets mm-hmm. and not guys that just happen to be in the league for like four years but are still twenty three years old. <laughs> like, I need like thirty. We need like JJ Reddick types, Iguodala uh-huh. types. Like, hey guys, there's a lot of flashy stuff out there. I'll tell you exactly who we need. Right. Yes. <laughs> Zach Randolph. Get Zach Randolph. Zach Ask Randolph. Zach Randolph about this no. shit. <laughs> Devin Harris. Ooh. Devin Harris would be great for it. He's a stand-up guy, Devin Harris. <laughs> um, and that's a legend, Devin Harris. Luke Walton. Why Luke Walton? <laughs> Listen, he he was the role player on multiple championship teams. Okay. And then became a head coach with all that shit from it. So he can give you every side of it. I ain't listen to no damn Luke Walton. Give me someone with some melanin. <laughs> Need some color. Um, yeah, I know. Even though I said JJ Reddick, but still, that's JJ Reddick though. JJ Reddick in higher regard than Luke Walton. I'm just saying, you want to have. Not everyone's going to be a fucking superstar. You got to J- find something. JJ Reddick wasn't a superstar though. Role quality role player. And uh, give me give me Jamal Crawford. Not mad at that. Not mad at that at all. Get a panel of those, yeah. and then just to get people to sort, you need. Since those are more mellow personalities, outside of JJ, and then give me Steven Jackson, spice it up. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Oh, that might be a little bit too much of a wild card. Cause he might get into oh, go off on a tangent, and then sooner or later, everybody's in Vegas on a bender. It's crazy. <laughs> you know. You know what? I, here's my one old head for that panel. Udonis Haslam? No, not Udonis Haslam. He would. He be should good. be there. He would be good yeah. though. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. Grant Hill. All right. Seems like he got a good head on the shoulders. He's a guy that was supposed to be a superstar, mm-hmm. but his injuries kind of derailed him. But look, he was w- one of the most highly touted guys out of Duke. Like, mm-hmm. half these niggas are highly touted guys out of Duke. Like, come on. Who better than him? In fact, think about, is there anyone out of Kentucky who hasn't been on some shit? Boogie was an absolute nut. Rajon Rondo had John that. Wall. Like, Rajon Rondo's a fucking nut. Yeah, like, he was crazy. John, John Wall's throwing up gang signs. That's the best um, version of John Wall, though. Who else? Devin Booker dated Kendall Jenner and is soft as shit. Um, we can keep going. Oh, oh, oh! Cat is fucking changed his voice and is, <laughs> he's <laughs> he comes with his own set of stereotypes as a Dominican man. No, you gotta look um, at who are like some of the point guards on those teams. Like, wasn't uh De'Aaron? De'Aaron? Is, De'Aaron Fox is straight. De'Aaron. Oh, I was just talking to my brother about least. this. He's that's a stand-up guy right there. So just De'Aaron from those wasn't, Kentucky uh, teams. Wasn't uh Eric? Was Eric Gordon? Not Eric Gordon. Wow. Not Eric Gordon. I'm thinking of somebody. Did he, did he go to Arizona? I'm thinking of the wrong point guard, but there's a, there was another point guard that, uh, not Mario Chalmers. Wait. No, not Mario Chalmers. No, 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 not him. Uh, I'm blanking on it right now, but, you know, we got to get. Eric Gordon went to Illinois. You know who else went to Illinois? Deron Williams. That was my favorite point guard when I was a kid. But, uh, damn, we really got off onto an NBA tangent, uh, off of when what somehow. we really need to get back to <laughs> is, is the fraudulence <laughs> of the Dallas Cowboys. That's a bad. That's a bad beats. They came back down to earth, buddy. Bad beats, Dallas. Do you have numbers to pull up? Uh, I, I really specific, hope you have. What's 
what specific, no, I just want you to have want? some some stats about what happens when Dallas plays like. Well, I have I I can give you all these teams numbers that are right? sort of put together. Okay, so here we go. All right, so by the j- just to wrap just to put a bow on it, the, the um, NBA the thing, con- the Kentucky thing. <laughs> yes, um, Bam came from Kentucky. All right, so nah, I don't know. Right. He got kind of he was I was he was going around social media a little bit last okay. year for something. Uh, Shay, Shay Gillis, yeah. Uh, Keldon Johnson. Eh. No, but he's not a. Nah, I can't. Uh, oh, we're just talking about just guys or. Vets. I mean, if you, you no, I mean, I'm just listening to people. Yeah, Kentucky because you're like, oh, are they gonna? Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't. I definitely not listening to PJ Washington. You listen to Tyler Harrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, I mean, since he's been cuffed, he's been all right. He's just Tyler Harrow, right? He's who is he dating? The fucking Instagram thing. I don't know. Terrible um, Instagram people. Nah, one of the one of the famous ones. I don't Actually know. famous one. <laughs> I don't know Instagram. Damn, models. she was she was a ting. Is it is it that Ramadovich person? I don't know. It's some some one of them names. Oh, Not Ramadovich stuff. But anyway, I don't know. I feel like maybe quickly, quickly doing right. Jamal uh, Jamal Murray had his moment. Not doing Jamal Murray either. Jamal Murray. R.P. Kevin Knox. He not dead. He just no <laughs> he's, he's just he's just not in the rotation. <laughs> is he still in the league? No, he still is. He's on not- the Pistons. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Oh man, my son was super. He thought he was Chris Alps Porzingis. Like they go boom me on draft night. All right then. I knew it was cooked when Zion ripped that ball from him in summer league and dunked. <laughs> we knew at that point it was over. But yeah, NBA rookies, young guys, you guys got to do better. All these, I you can't you can't keep fucking these. IG models that look the same and expect yeah, good things to happen. Gross, bro. Like, come Sitting on, guys. On two motherfucking airbags. And I get it. Like, you have with more money, you get access to more things and more people. But like, come on, you got you got to have you got to have better selection. Gotta be smart about your it, shot. Bro. Your shot diet's got to be better. You you need a vet for life. I'm saying you need a vet. Everybody's yeah. a vet. They need KG to go up in there and bust some skulls, man. Don't do that. Who? What? Fake KG? tough guy, KG. Well, I mean, just at least not have baby mama problems. Like this, I mean, nobody That's should true. know that That's this guy true. is sending a hundred thousand dollars to this woman to have an abortion. Send, <laughs> send a, me the send video. A vid. <laughs> send a yo. How many pod? How many podcasts? I was gonna say, is that gonna be the, no? We the, can't. We can't. Because I'm just gonna ask, how many podcasts this week are gonna have that as their title? Oh man, a lot. We can't be that. We can't be like them. We can't be like. Even though, as much as I would love it, we can't be like that. But going back to the Dallas Cowboys, so I'll give you some stats, right? On grass, Cowboys is, need to send the vid on grass. They are 0 and 3 on turf, 10 and 1. So basically, when they play at home, they're good. Um, the problem comes when they actually play legit competition, mm-hmm. as so, usual, as every year. Yes. So let's go through what the Cowboys have done this season. Week one, blowout win against the Giants. They stink. Week two, blowout win against the Jets. They stink. Week three, blew a game against the Cardinals. All the, right, everybody. The, the, the Josh Dobbs Cardinals. Josh Dobbs Cardinals. And you know what? At that time, you know what? Everybody loses one, right? You give you give you give everybody one one mulligan. Blowout win against the Patriots. All right, fine. Then on Sunday night football, your first big test of the season in week five, after blowing out all these teams, you lose forty two to ten to the Niners. And at that point, it's like, okay, clearly you're not on the same footing as the Niners. You beat the you beat the Chargers. We were in here for that game. At, at, uh, when they kicked the field goal. You beat the Rams. So you barely lo- beat the Chargers, who we just spoke about not being a good team. Yes. You blow out the Rams. You lose by like two yards to the Eagles. Blow out the Giants. Blow out the Panthers. Blow out the Commanders. You beat the Seahawks. That was a fun game, though. You remember that game, that Thursday mm-hmm. night game? Yeah, oh, that, that was, was a good, I think that was a good win. 
Now that, that that's a, that's a good win. And you beat the, and you blew out the Eagles. Good win. Yeah, but then once you became and it was like, oh, this is it. Two big wins for the Cowboys. This might be a year for them. Maybe they're not the same old we them boys. You go out there and you lay an absolute dud against a struggling to the team. Bills. By the way. To, and a, a Bills team that need they needed that win so bad, so bad that the Bills need that win because they're on the like they're on the middle of a slide where they could potentially miss the playoffs. That win definitely boosts their chances of securing a playoff. They're looking birth. like a seven seed, bro. Who the, <laughs> the Bills? No, that they verge of potentially missing the playoffs. John, like they, yeah, I know. Eight and six, right? There's a bunch of other teams that are eight and six. Two, maybe two more losses, you're out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? So, you as the as the Dallas Cowboys needed to go into that game and take care of business. It didn't matter. And honestly, I wasn't even looking for them to have a blowout win, dominate win. Just win. Mm-hmm. Just win the game. Go into a hostile environment in the elements. Buffalo is not an easy place to play. Also, it was warm. A little misty. It was like it was close to sixty. It was at least. Like 45, 50 degrees yesterday. You didn't need your winter jacket. That's not Buffalo in December weather. No, it was a little misty out there, but, you know, still. They literally sat there and they were like, oh, hmm. this is what Buffalo was like? They were talking about a pregame. Yeah, I mean, probably, maybe that's why probably they were confused. They are like, oh, shit. But, yeah, you need to go in there and just win the game. But you couldn't. You couldn't. And now we look at the Dallas Cowboys in their next three. Now sitting at 10 and 4, right? Their next three games are the Dolphins, the Lions, the Commanders, right? Dolphins. They're most likely going to have Tyreek Hill back, right? And that offense, when Tyreek Hill is in there, is elite. That's why I think Tyreek Hill should also be kind of in those, you know, MVP conversations. Tyreek Hill over Brock Purdy on the MVP ladder. Yeah, I mean, CMC over Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at how, how that offense looks with and without him. It's t- it's like night and day. Then you have to play Detroit. And for as much ups and downs as we talk about Detroit, Detroit is also 10-4. and four. Mm-hmm. They're still in contention for that one seed with the, with the Niners. That's not going to be an easy game for you. And then you have a, a, a cakewalk in week 18. But NFC East game. That's the you thing. You never know what could they happen. They sit here and they win this regular season award every year, largely in part of them being in a trash division. Even when we sat here and we're like, hey, they're, the NFC East is a really good division. They fucking weren't. They were just playing each other and getting wins. Like, and it wasn't like when they played any any other team, it was like, oh, damn, y'all, y'all are pretty fucking mid. Um, number I had is, Dak Prescott versus top five defenses this season. Mm-hmm. Also, if you can look up the defensive ranking for the Seahawks and the Eagles for me, please. One, I know the Eagles one is not good. I, I know uh, it's not. One touchdown, four interceptions, 47.9 passer rating. That's not good. But that, that challenge MVP. Also, the memes, the Twitter memes after yesterday, bro. Oh, man. We dump. Are y'all still there? I love the one where that's somebody poking his head out. He's like, hey, y'all still them boys? <laughs> Bro, the, the, they're talking about the minute Dak entered MVP talks. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. That's crazy. what I do. <laughs> that no. one, the fucking, there's one where it's the video of uh, Chris Tucker and Rush Hour with the fake money. Ooh, oh, I have that video. Yeah, I love that one. Look, MVP Ooh. candidacy. Yeah, this shit is fake. That yeah. shit, and then the one where they pulled the fucking sheep out of the, you see this shit and he jumped and, he, and the sheep jumps right back into the ditch immediately one week in first place we uh seattle uh they are 23rd in total uh yard total defense hmm. so it's not the best it's that's not. probably why they put up 40 mm-hmm. you know whatever points on them so again we're gonna talk about sure he threw a bunch of touchdowns against who with with who on his team 
A lot of front running went on. Yeah. Kind of like, I know that's a lot of what, sometimes Soft a lot of people say that about, uh, every fucking you should say that about Steph Curry. A lot of front running with those threes and those points and stats, but this is what, hey, look, this is what the Cowboys are. Look, they're, they've had, in my opinion, they've had three tests this season. Three. Well, I guess four. San Fran, mm-hmm. two Eagles games, mm-hmm. and the Bills. Mm-hmm. And I was someone who didn't think the Bills was. I, I thought they were a good team, not a great team. I, they are I one in three, and they are one in three in those tests. So that that's how I felt going into this Bills game, where I was like, the Bills are a very vulnerable team. And what? Then and you know what's going to happen? The excuses are going to be up already. It's going to be oh, it's it's tough to win. It's, it's tough to win in Buffalo. That those are going to be the excuses. But if you're if you're truly a contender, you're supposed to go win tough away. Yeah, I saw I saw the Bengals go up into into Buffalo in the snow and win. So in the playoffs, it's mm-hmm. I can't say it's not a tough place to play because my team hasn't won in Buffalo in like years. But still, if you're a good team, you can you're able to go into Buffalo and win, as we see year in and year out from contenders. Cowboys, look, look if they can go out, they can win against the Dolphins, win against the the Lions handily. You know what? Those are those are big wins. Th- that's good. I won't wins even I won't even give it handily. If Just they win. can if they can win. And not like, and I'm talking about they go win the games, not the other team's mistakes. It. It, mm. Yeah, exactly. If they can go win those games, I don't care how many points to buy, but they won the game. I'm okay with that. And you know what's really funny about that? The, those last two, because we could say the same thing about the next two teams that they're playing, right? Because we, we need to see that from the Dolphins, mm-hmm. right? The Dolphins are another team that has gotten fat off of, mm-hmm. oh, beating up on mediocre teams. I'm bringing mm-hmm. up the Dolphins right now. Look, you go through there. Win against Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Panthers, Patriots, to me, Raiders, that Broncos team Jets. was a different Broncos team. That early season much Broncos different. team, different much team. like you can you look at them post that game. They were talking about trading everyone away. The, the, trading everyone, firing everybody, yeah. dis, disbanding, sending them to Russia. Like it was crazy. Look at their stats after that game, night and day. Like that is a legit mm-hmm. team. But look at these wins. Look what they come like, like, like John, look. Jets, Commanders, Raiders, Patriots. Panthers, Giants, count Chargers, Chargers. So seven of their ten, yeah, you gotta gotta count it twice. Mm-hmm. Seven of their ten wins have come against teams five under five hundred, mm-hmm. under five hundred. Right? That, that, what, what are we doing? What what are we doing? Actually, no. I'm sorry. Jets twice. Holy crap, John! Nine of their ten wins have come against teams. Yeah, Nine so of their ten wins. Good win against? Their good win is against the Broncos. Early in the season. Early in the season. Different Broncos team. Of the different Broncos when team. When it was not a good win at the time. And look at their losses. Very interesting. Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Titans. Three of those teams are basically, you know, maybe not the maybe not the Bills are a lock, but those teams are playoff teams. So you're telling me that this team gets and mind you, they blew the game against the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. I don't care that, but this thing. Tyreek Hill gets hurt, your offense should not be as poorly as it is. You still have Jalen Waddle, you got Monster, you got uh, Devin Achain. Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't be this bad, and yet somehow you let Will Levis go and drop 15 points in three minutes. Like, what's going on here? We're going to be saying the same thing with this Dallas. We're going to see the same thing with the, with the Dolphins. Look, you got the Dallas Cowboys, you got the Baltimore Ravens, and you got the Buffalo Bills as your next three games. You need to show, show me something. something. Show something. That's all. That's all people are asking. Top teams that have showed things. Show something. Ravens. 
Ravens. 49ers. Niners. I think the Eagles have shown more. Uh, me, I, I don't even think they're quite a top team, but they also have wins over the Chiefs and, and a team like the Dolphins. I think they might be in that. You know, I like you always say, like, you want to go into the playoffs playing hot. Mm-hmm. They're currently not playing hot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what you kind of, as an Eagles fan, I think that's your fear is yeah. you don't want to limp into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, like you got off to a great start, but you but, don't want to limp into it. It's like, yeah, we won 11 games, mm-hmm. but like, or we won 12 games, but we lost three of our last four. Yes, I agree. But to this point, they the Eagles have better wins than the Cowboys and Miami. Yes. That is a that is not a question. That is a statement because I just checked the record myself. And it's also funny. I guess they split with the Cowboys, though. I mean, because they split. Mm-hmm. But in the one game, but I would say, I mean, to be honest, Cowboys kind of outplayed the, the Eagles in that first game, too. If it wasn't for Dak stepping out of bounds. And so then even, even when I play, sit here and I look at, like, the Lions, uh, uh, the Lions did their fucking thing against a uh, hot Broncos team. Yeah, oh, no. That's that was a about big, all I got. great win. Great win for them. If I mean, that, that's... My thing with the Lions, though, is they're clearly overachieving. Yeah, I like mean... from I th- what expectations were going to the season, we thought they were going to be good, but not this I good. thought they were going to be a playoff team, but not a division winner yes. like that. I I still... I mean, this is also predicated off of Kirk Cobain's cousins not getting hurt. I thought that... I well, thought the Vikings would think, still win the, the division. The, the, yeah, division. we thought they would win the division, but we knew the Vikings were going to yeah. not. So, be I mean, great. somebody's got to win that division. I yes. thought the Bron- I thought the Lions would go in as a wild card team, probably around you know I ten wins. Think I might have picked them to win the division before. Uh, but yeah, we're looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule right now for the Lions. They got the Vikings twice, yeah. and once Kick-walk. Vikings, Dallas the, Vikings. Yeah, they could eat. You could be looking at it like, can you imagine? They need that? to win those. They need to win. They need to win two of those. They need to win. The Vikings games convincingly, like yes. bad, and then the Cowboys. If you're if you're legit, you gotta win. You know, but damn, can you imagine that? We're looking at a, a Lions team that could possibly go twelve and twelve and six. Well, sorry, twelve and five. That's what happens when you're you uh you don't do so great the year before, right? No, John, it's not what happens. Except for your Jets fan, yeah. Can you imagine that? I've seen the Lions rebuild. In shorter time, I've seen the Texans rebuild in shorter Texas time. Texans rebuilt in like a year and a half, like like crazy. Like Colts are a playoff team right now, contending for a division with Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Their star, their their star draft. Atlanta's got finally hurt. throwing the ball. No, Atlanta stinks. They, yeah, they're they're they bad. Stink. But I don't think it's the talent's fault. No, it's the talent's fault. They stink. Their quarterback stinks. Both their quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't think Raiders that good. He stinks. Did you see the interception he threw? No. I said, oh my god! But, it was... but again, they have all the skill positions. On oh, a skill position, yeah, but they don't have the coach either. Sorry, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, saw, I don't, I don't think it's a talent thing. Outside Smith, of the new Steve Nash, outside of Justin Ritter, <laughs> nah, he might be worse. Like that's just how do you have Kyle Pitts? You got Drake London, you got Bijan Robinson, and fucking um Algier. Algier's a good running back too. Algier's a sol- that's a solid number two. Then he on- was, Algier was looked at as a solid number one last season. The only reason it was number two is because Bijan's on the team. That's a one on most they, of the and teams. And they be freezing my boy Bijan out. How are you going to give him? It's a game where it's pouring rain, and you're going to give my boy Bijan, like, nine carries? How does that make any sense? This is ridiculous. They're treating Bijan like how people thought the Lions were treating Jameer Gibbs. Remember when, like, the beginning, and everybody was like, oh, my God, I mean, you got to play. I not trying. They were doing that to Jameer Gibbs. Well, they were easing him in. 
And now Jameer is actually getting you know bulk share of the kid. They're basically I mean, the split only back. reason that happened was because Montgomery got hurt. I think if Dave Montgomery didn't get hurt, we'd probably still be like, are we going to play Jameer Gibbs? Yeah, well, it's a lot better than having your you draft a guy that a high. running back that high and you're not giving him the ball. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. But it's a lot. We have a lot of teams that are in the same situation and they're playing a lot of similar teams in these last three weeks. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun for those teams and their fans. Not my team. My team. We're just looking on to 2024. It is what it is. Anything else you got on the uh, the old the shield? Um, shout out Baker Mayfield, playing his fucking ass off. Got to give it. You got to tip the hat to the Bakes. Got to tip the hat to the Baker. I like Baker, man. I always like Baker. In the NFL, I'm not a big college he's, guy. He's a decent. He's, he's no, a like I think guy. I think that the like, things like like him as a person yes, or yes. oh okay. a person to person like the things he did in Cleveland, mm. like great. The things when it went downhill was like he made a dumb decision, but he made a dumb decision that came out of hustle. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're you're supposed to be the franchise quarterback. You should not be chasing someone down and trying to tackle them and fucking up your shoulder or trying to trying to tackle. Like that's that's <laughs> that's Herbert. a poor business decision. Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. But that's a hustle play, right? But my thing is also just that doesn't like him doing that and him leading them to their first playoff game. Like not mutually exclusive things, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then also just he just he's just playing hard, man. He's playing hard. When he's when he's on, he's fun to watch. He's got he's a good football personality. You know what I mean? Just like how Jameis is a great football personality. Oh, he's fantastic. Like, bro, the briefcase shit. The only thing. What's in what's the difference what's, what was it? What's in between uh us and championship aspirations? Mm-hmm. The same thing that's in this uh briefcase. Nothing. <laughs> He is a great. Bar. I don't care what anybody says. That is, I would go to war for Jameis oh, any man. day. That's an amazing teammate. That's how I felt after Toto's speech in JJK. Ooh, I love that transition. Cause I got nothing else for sports, so I think we got to get right into this weeb. One anime segment this week, Weeb Weekly. As of December eighteenth, we are caught up to JJK. We know an episode's going to come out between now and most likely when this is out, but. That man, Toto, had me ready to run through a motherfucking wall. He brought Itadori back to life. Um, if you guys didn't know, We Weekly is our weekly anime segment where uh, we watch an ongoing show. We've been a little behind with JJK, so we've been playing catch up. So sometimes it'll be two episodes, like this week. Uh, it was episodes 20 and 21. And uh, yeah, this was the, the conclusion of the Mahito fight, right? Like episode 20 of Toto pulling up. Now, I, I'm i usually okay with spoilers, right? I'm someone that, all right, whatever. I know what the outcome, but I still want to see the journey to get the outcome that's still entertaining and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But Toto's entrance was hard, but it would have hit so much harder if I didn't know he was coming. You're right, yeah. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm right there with you because, like, all the last, like, week and a half, I'm like, damn, like, damn, Toto, Toto really came in. That's kind of cool. I can't wait to see what he does. But, like, that particular entrance, it, oh, uh, I think if I didn't know, I would have put it up. Did you watch Seven Deadly Sins? I did not. Uh, there's a really good entrance. I mean, it, it gets trash. Mm-hmm. But, like, in season, I think it was season one, there's a really good entrance for the character of Escanor. Um, there's always good entrances for, for like, especially in big animes, right? Um, but man, my son came in. Itadori was out here questioning his ninja way. You he know, was. 
after after Nova. He was like, I can't, I can't fight out. no more. My son was like, bro, like, I, the reason why I thought I was fighting, that shit don't even make sense for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Um, and Toto. First of all, Toto being the voice of reason, tough. I like it. Like to me, in this these episodes, he transitioned to like guy sensei level. Like he was just a big old goof before. But then he really started dropping gems and really being reliable. And he he's shown it before, right? But when he was fighting um with Itadori against Hanami, like he was still on his, all right, whatever. This is just someone I gotta beat. Fuck whatever this is. Itadori's my guy. It it, it it was just this is another person both right like tall women yeah it was just another figures. person and he was still like joking for the most mm-hmm. part he was just like oh this is someone strong that we got to fight like whatever um this time this was oh this is actually a dire situation like even from when they got here and we find out that um ghetto took the prison that was holding gojo mm-hmm. and left which also means where's my good sis with the braid uh, Ghetto left. Oh, uh, with her sidekick Mei Mei. If Ghetto Wait, no, left, that is Mei Mei, right? Or is the sidekick named Mei Mei? No, I think that's Mei Mei. Oh, okay, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Ghetto left, meaning he either washed her, or he somehow escaped while she was fighting smallpox, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Um, that's another thing. But like him going, all right. So now we have to pivot from we're recovering Gojo to we're doing as much damage to them as possible and trying to save as much of our comrades as we can. Yep. Right. And then pulling up. And, you know, we'll talk about these two episodes together. But, like, through, throughout the whole fight sequence of just having the different layers of whatever layer of adversity was coming, just being able to push through. To even where he goes, yo, everyone's hit a black flash. Like, everyone's been able to reach that. I haven't even really reached that for real, for real. Mm. I'm going to go do it. And using Itadori doing and everything else as the motivation to get there of going, nah, my back's against the wall. Everyone else has surpassed me. Like, they get that point where they're him Itadori, Mahito, they're like, they've now reached 120% of their potential. And that was only after he hit the Black Flash too. So he was like, yo, it's on me. It's on me, Toto, to level my game up to the people around me and do fucking work. And he did that at every stage. Even when Mahito threw the transfigured humans at him. And he was like, they were dumb strong. And he was like, bro, he he took out two of them on his own (laughs) and got here that quick. (laughs) Like to when... To when he lost the hand to everything. Like he came through, and that's what's giving me more guy sensei. If you're you're not just the the strong goof anymore. You're the You're not just the comic relief. Exactly. You're actually here to help out. You're reliable. You're the voice of reason at times. You're also strapped as fuck. You want what's best for the main character. And you you came through when it was needed most, right? Going back to the reliable piece. I like that about care. I like that trope in, in characters. The ones that like are the comic relief, but when push comes to shove in the most dire of straits, they're the ones that probably have their head on the tightest, mm-hmm. right? They they keep their cool, and it probably goes to their personality, right? Like he's a very fun loving, easygoing guy who understands life, mm-hmm. and he understands like, hey, you can, you can't take life too seriously. But when you know the shit gets nitty and gritty, hey, this is what life is, man. Like in I really love that that he was able to talk, you know, basically talk Itadori off the ledge. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, look, like, you're my brother. We got to get, we got to do this. And you kind of disrespect, don't don't disrespect the people that came before you mm-hmm. by weeping and, and giving up. Keep keep the fight going. Yeah, and talking about, he's like, they entrusted you with something, right? Yeah. And he was like, and you can't think of it as being a normal person anymore because we're not normal people. You're a sorcerer. We're, exactly. 
Like yeah. it's we have to look at. We don't got karma no more. This is our life. Mm-hmm. Is we're sorcerers. This is what we do. This is what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. We take the mantle. We pass it on to the next person. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. That's the game. Yeah, like, man. Man, like as usual. Don't don't want to beat a dead horse too much, but Mappa did their thing with the visuals, right? Street saying that uh, they don't even get a break. They don't. They, they got to go they straight don't. to doing Chainsaw, Chainsaw Man. Man movie. <laughs> Chainsaw Man movie. Um, yeah, like I, I think visually it was fantastic. Like another just banger of an app ep- of like both episodes of just plot, action, progression, mm-hmm. like character development, everything. Um, my my things are like fully. Like when I'm finishing these episodes, it feels heavy. It's stressful, mm. right? Because we've already seen there's no guarantee shit's gonna work at, in the end of this. No, right? Um, Very games of throny. Like anybody yeah. could die at any time. And you know now they're saying there's a small chance uh, Nobara's alive. I still I still stand by that. And poco chance. I um I I said it last last time we talked about it, which at this point would be two weeks ago. Um, that I think Mahito was too damaged to kill her mm. and now that we find out the levels of the souls maybe Nobra's soul was a bit higher up so she was able to withstand a little bit of it um but i think he was too hurt and a little too weak to fully kill her with how quick the touch was um so she she gonna miss an eye for sure but you know she might still be around um but but then we go through the corners of the next fight like the domain expansion thing to when he said he took he tried to do what Gojo did to break through to Sukuna and go, yo, this is, did I do it right this time? Like, I'm going to kill him before he could switch. Mm. Like, because we know Sukuna punked him last time. He's going to be punking everybody. That's, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's basically, like that that's real. basically, the, that's basically Debo yeah, of this, of this like world. For real. Um, and then, not Samuels. <laughs> um, to him using that to destroy, to make Toto cut his own hand off. And then, Toto fire move again using Mahito's hand to hit the clap, but also still took damage on that clap hand. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know, just that scene at the end of him going, coming through for when Itadori lines up that final blow. And he was like, you know, my Oogie Boogie is now gone for good. But mm-hmm. like, it, it was never, he was like, it was never about what was below the wrist. Mm-hmm. Like, the clap is comes from the soul and that to me answers the question when you thought it was his ass cheeks ah so you think it's his soul it was a soul clap it's soul clap so i'm about to say because i'm just saying when uh mahito had those two swords and he blocked it and then all of a sudden you hear a clap i'm like wait a second one hand his right hand was on the sword the left hand was on the sword so tell the people what you thought clapped oh, i thought his ass clapped <laughs> i thought i thought that man was i thought he was caked up and he just clapped his ass and i'm like you know what that made sense <laughs> it could happen you've seen it happen before i've never seen a dude do that yeah? that's kind of crazy you- You've seen a muscular man? No, that's what I'm saying. I clap never seen without a, using his hands? I've never seen a dude, but I've never also never seen a jujitsu sorcerer so and curses. Okay. So it's the first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I know the women's probably thought his ass was clapping. That's probably true. I don't know. It's, it's, I, look, I'm telling you, anime Twitter is freaky as hell. You're right. Anime Twitter is freaky as I hell. Saw, I, saw one, I saw one person. He's yeah. talking about, the, you know, the worm that, uh, what's his face? Toji? To, uh, yeah. That what's his face pops had told you yeah, yeah. yeah he's talking about damn shit was close to a titty I'm like god damn bruh <laughs> this, is, this is daylight hours damn that I was res- I respect it but like damn that was crazy <laughs> um 
And then we see the evolution of Maito through as like the fight was pushing him to evolve. And I'm like, is he just fucking Frieza? Like, is that what's going on here? Like, this is Frieza. This is perfect cell. This is everyone to put it. Final of, transformation. Yeah, he has the final transformation. And now he has a new physical form as well. Other than him just like unlocking a black flash and doing all of those things. And you thought it looked like um It looked Hanami. like Hanami. Yeah. yeah. His, his purest form seemed like, you know, what would have been actualized for like Hanami. Um, or even uh, the squid one. The water one. I mm-hmm. So, I thought that was interesting. I just don't remember what Mahito's curse is supposed to be. Um, but it was so satisfying to see Itadori put the fear of God in Mahito, boy. Bink, 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 bink. Like, hands no jutsu? <laughs> I, yo, the voice actors for Mahito and Itadori did their fucking things, bro. Like, from unhinged Mahito to like crying and screaming for my life back against the wall don't know what to do in mahito to completely and also with completely broken itadori to i don't give a fuck i don't i don't have a bigger purpose here my purpose is just if you're around i'll kill you nah but if I, you try to run i'll kill you i love that part because it was the whole from like a few episodes ago when mahito was basically mocking him mm-hmm. saying like yo like it don't matter what happens. We're going to fight. You're never going to... You can't kill people. Mm-hmm. You don't have the... Gu- like, you do all this stuff, all this stuff, but you know deep down in your heart, you don't got the guts, the cojones, the stugats to kill anybody. And then a few episodes later, now it's... Nah. I'm going to kill you. I know what I said before. I'm going to make an exception for you. Wherever you go, I'm going to be like... I'm, what's, the, what's what's that thing from uh, Breaking Bad? I'm, I'm the bump in the night, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. He was like, yeah, everywhere you go, around every corner, just know... I'm on that ass. You get reincarnated. You come back as a different curse. I'm killing you again. Like, nah, he that really was went, tough. He went, honestly, like, this is a war. And I don't know if I'm, I have a greater purpose in the war. But as far as I know, my purpose Whooping is killing ass. you. Yeah. And he goes, I, he was like, maybe, uh, maybe years, hundreds of years down the road, it might mean something. But I don't really give a shit about all that. And Matt, Matt made a good point where he was talking about how his eyes turned red in the reflection. He was talking to him and it could be like a little bit of that, that Sukuna side coming out. Um, you know, we also had that conversation where Itadori was fucked up and you saw a part of his cheek was going away. And I thought it was one of the Sukuna's mouths opening at first on the side of his face. Yeah. But was it, it, it was just, it was just his cheek was he, fucked up. Yeah. Cause he was, getting, he was taking some hits. Yeah. Um, but that scene, man, and it just feels like. It feels like for my people who watch Tokyo Ghoul, that was almost like the Kaneki torture scene where he came out and now his hair was white and now he was like, I could fully use my powers to have full control and I'm a fucking cold-blooded killer now. This is what I do. And that scene at the end where he, you know, he has Nanami mm-hmm. and he's like, I'll take on your suffering now too. Like, cause we knew Nanami hated being a sorcerer. Yeah. Like he just, he just wanted to crunch numbers, man. Yeah, because a big part of it was he was like, "Bro, this is such a like difficult, depressing life." Yeah. Um, and Itadori was—I'm not gonna say super having fun with it, but there was an aspect of him making the most of it, enjoying all that stuff, and like, it's really this incident still isn't over. Mm. It seems you know we're we're at the tail end, and I assume it's just gonna be a 24 episode season. Um, and we're very close to to that, but if if we're there, man, like, what is Itadori, what is post Shibuya Itadori like? Because this incident, like, is going to have ripples everywhere. 
right? Gojo's sealed up. Nobara might be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Maki's alive, but Maki doesn't get bun up. Old man Zenin is dead. Mekamaru Nanami's dead. dead. Mechamaru's dead. Toto now is looks like he's gonna have no hands. <laughs> um Fushi Girl is on the brink of death. Yeah. He, he floundering right now. Um they lost the other senior, right? The dude the dude in the beanie. Yeah. That was he's, the one that was he's that done had up. to fight uh, the old the old lady's grandson. Yeah. He's done up. Um we don't know what's going on with Mei Mei as of right now, but it's looking like she's probably done up. Like I'm trying to think. Is it kind of, you think it'd be kind of similar to remember when um in Naruto when they were we were fighting Pain and Pain did the almighty push on the Leaf Village? Yeah. Like you think it's gonna yep. be something like that where he just kind of becomes like like we either see we I either see him bigger. This to me is like Okay, go on. Go on. Are you talking about Naruto after the pain incident? Yeah, after the pain okay. incident where like the entire village is like leveled. You're seeing a bunch of people getting like that, you know, your close friends, you know, taking damage yeah. and stuff like that, seeing people die, things all the other shit. You know, maybe it's not to this extent because he's seeing like what his friends die within the matter of like minutes. Like he he saw Nanami die and then saw I think the better her comparison die, is like, um Yeah. The Paramount War in One Piece, which was around it was the last um major arc before the time skip in one piece right which obviously in any show time skip is a big important thing mm-hmm. um but you had direct ripples for the main character if you somehow don't know spoilers ahead but uh are you ever gonna watch one piece probably not never cool luffy watches his brother get killed the arc is to rescue his brother from execution mm-hmm. does it and then as they're trying to escape, someone antagonizes his brother. He sees his brother get killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, on top of that, it was essentially a full-blown war between the pirates and the Navy. So you have the big, everyone else is in the play, mm-hmm. right? So you have global repercussions for everything going on in the world. We already know that now that Gojo is sealed, all those low-level evil sorcerers are now like, we ain't got no one to check us, mm-hmm. right? Again, all of the people I just mentioned that are out or near the brink of death from this, right? Mm. So the society is weakened, right? And now we go, I think the comparison to Naruto fits of what was Naruto like after the pain incident. Mm-hmm. Like, what will Itadori be like? Because you're talking about it, and it's mostly because, like, they're kind of around the same age, like, in terms of, like, hey, look, they're, they're not adults at this point. They're in high school. They're in high school. They're high school age, still progressing, maturing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that, whatever tube, lobe, and your brain is uh so yeah this is it's one of those where we might see a very broken itadori when it's when the dust settles or we'll see an itadori that comes out like a phoenix and rises from the ashes and it's made stronger because of this mm-hmm. a war bat a war of uh you know i think he'll battle tested veteran stronger but then we sit here and we go does he still have that light that made him itadori is mm. he still the goof is he still all of that or is he like from my, again from my Tokyo cool people or is he just a cold but a killer when he comes out who has to relearn to enjoy the joys of life. Mm. And also, we could say that about any of them. Think about the people who are down who are down right now, right? You got Nurbo, you got Maki. We have we don't even know what's going on with Panda, right? Mm-hmm. You got Fushiguro, who when they come to an if for Nobra, they're gonna have to be told that Nanami died, that all of that damage happened. And they already knew Gojo got sealed. Yeah. But they failed at that task and then all the other damage happened. And they're going to have to like deal with that. 
and know that they 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 weren't good enough to help tough this is this incident has really lived up to all of the expectations um all of the the pieces that people spoke about of just like nah like yes yeah, lit season two of jjk is back but the shibuya incident is not for the the faint of heart matt you got any thoughts um i mean most of what i got out of this was just i was finally happy to see mahito get fucked <laughs> <laughs> i hated that character so that was satisfying I feel like that that means he, he did a good job as a villain yeah i think i think what it is for for that character which is so like provoking mm -hmm. is like the complete lack of remorse mm -hmm. i think that's villain. that's like a character trait that gets me in like any like movies or anything like that mm -hmm. like characters with no like remorse yeah it's not even like he has a sad backstory to go off of right yeah like there's just like it's just pure like cold evil shit mm -hmm. and there's like no yeah it just feels like it's, it's it's very like evocative i guess very satisfying how he went out yeah i honestly wish itadori fucked them up more <laughs> yeah oh man you guys got anything else i got nothing uh interested to see what happens at the next episode and i guess you know now that we're got we've gotten rid of one problem another one arises because now the ghetto clone or the, the yeah, body i don't even ghetto. i don't even know if it's him or not for real in terms of like i don't know if mahito's imagined this shit i don't know if ghetto's actually there because we know all we know is ghetto was left the station kind of makes sense you know put the pieces together but yeah but also he could have just left and be like i'm on dealing with these motherfuckers so you think it might be a hallucination of Maito saying like oh it, it could be it could be i don't i truly don't know but we also know that um ghetto i don't think ghetto really cared much about uh itadori i mean ghetto's whole thing is this is, is uh yeah we go is gojo yes right. so cause well at least no well the brain thing that's yes that's taking over because his body he was like, they're like, oh, let's kill Itadori. And then he's like, I don't give a shit. And then Jogo was like, what the fuck? No, we said we were going to let Sukuna run it. And he was like, I told you, I don't, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, you know, if it is him, does he go, well, Itadori slash Sukuna is pretty weak. We could just end this here and now. Or, you know, mm -hmm. or just this is a waste of my time. I need to escape with Gojo, so I'm not putting myself at risk. Jesus, John, you were very passionate about that last point, huh? Knocked all the Funko Pops off the. Uh, except, the all my except all my. Except well, I mean naturally, because America, all my. He's also the only one that has an actual base. That got a date, by the way. Next uh, season. Oh, my hero. Yeah. Ooh, yes. I want to say it's February. Oh, it's gonna be a good New Year. It's gonna be a good New Year. Got some other stuff dropping. I I saw like some other stuff was dropping uh, in the twenty twenty four as well early. So get excited there. No, uh, I think uh, I, actually it might be January. I think January is going to be a big month. Um, uh, I already know what show we're going to do for for Weeb come January. I oh. think we should wait. Oh, do you? Until it drops. Oh, yeah. Okay. Solo leveling's coming out. Yeah, a little teaser for the fans. A little, a little, uh... Solo leveling, man. Solo leveling, man. No, it's just solo leveling. That's the no. show. Solo leveling. Interesting. Sounds spicy. Matt, really quick question. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. I got a little nervous because I didn't see the timer there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. It's just not up there. Right oh, now. no. My hero is uh, May. 
Ah, oh, damn. Oh, sorry, just sorry. in time for my birthday. That's what we're going to do for my birthday. We're all going to dress up as my hero characters. I mean, if that's what you want to do. But John has to be grape juice. Because you wear purple all the time. You're grape juice. No, not me. You're, you are grape juice. I uh, know. I think I'm orange drink. We've gone over this since the inception. You guys only say this because he's short and I'm short. That's not why. I think that's that, not why at all. I feel like it has. You're literally wearing purple. Your school colors were purple. Yeah. Yeah, I got you there. <laughs> you win this round. <laughs> um. So, I mean, with that, I think we're pretty much done, man. Um. We got some holidays coming up, guys. Uh, we're not really sure if we're going to have an episode or not for you guys. Uh, so if we don't, for those who celebrate Christmas. Christmas? For those who celebrate Kwanzaa. Yes. Hanukkah already passed. It already passed. Um, For those who celebrate late December birthdays, I guess. Boxing Day? Yeah, the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. You don't get Boxing Day. You don't want a day to just box people? No, I'm saying it's dumb that we don't get Boxing Day here in oh. America. Oh, yeah. Well, it's America, so what do you expect? Um, hope you guys have a good holiday, and uh, maybe we'll catch on next year. I think it's safe to assume we'll catch them next we year. We definitely will catch them next we'll year, catch but you it's just if, year. you know, in case we catch y'all sometime in between. You know, if, you we, know? Feel, if we feel good and yeah. we want to give you a Christmas special... Mm -hmm. Then we feel like blessing your eardrums. Bye. <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.